Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we continue our study of John chapter 8, a beautiful passage where Jesus calls himself the light of the world. This fits beautifully with the overall theme of the month of November in which we pray for the dead, that they are to walk in the footsteps of Jesus and they are to bask in the light of Christ for all eternity. So we're in John chapter 8, verses 12 to 20. We hear in sacred scripture, Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You testify on your own behalf, so your testimony cannot be verified. Jesus answered and said to them, Even if I do testify on my own behalf, my testimony can be verified because I know where I came from and where I am going. But you do not know where I came from or where I am going. You judge by appearances, but I do not judge anyone. And even if I should judge, my judgment is valid because I am not alone. But it is I and the Father who sent me. Even in your law it is written that the testimony of two men can be verified. I testify on my behalf. And so does the Father who sent me. So they said to him, Where is your Father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. He spoke these words while he was teaching in the treasury in the temple area, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. All of Jesus' words are powerful and beautiful, friends. But these words are quite touching, aren't they? Think about darkness. What does darkness do for us? Darkness creates confusion, brings fear. Darkness allows us to feel like we can't see things clearly anymore. It might bring frustrations or feelings of anger. Think of when the power goes out. How does that make you feel? Think about when you're in a room that's pitch black and you may be unsure of anyone or anything that's in the room. And no, I'm not just thinking of Halloween a few days ago. This idea of being in darkness. We even have phrases like, don't leave me in the dark. You know, they want to be filled in on what's going on, right? Enlighten me, we say. Well, Jesus is the light in the darkness. Jesus is the source of all light. He's the father of lights. I am the light of the world. Jesus refers to himself as such. In a world that may be confused, he is the light. He is the one we are to follow. He's the one whom we love. He's the one whom we appreciate. He's the one whom we adore. 
This idea of light among the darkness also helps us in our understanding of the resurrection. Think at Easter when we light the Easter or Paschal candle because Jesus is the light of the world. And as we enter into that holy night, the church uses the words, the light of Christ. And we say, thanks be to God. It is the light of Christ that dispels darkness. It is the light of Christ who dispels sickness. It is the light of Christ that dispels death. There is nothing that blocks the light of Christ. His light is more powerful than mortal sin. His light is more powerful than the devil. His light has no limits. And so as we reflect upon this passage and how the Pharisees continue to question Jesus, that they don't listen to Jesus, he says who he is, but they reject his message, we know that we should never reject his message. We know that for us, this is an opportunity for us to grow. This is an opportunity for us to come to an understanding of who God is and that we are to model ourselves after his presence in his glory. When we think about this notion of the light of Christ, we also think of the funeral liturgy. This is why the Easter candle always is beside the casket or the urn to remind us that our deceased loved one is to bask in the light of Christ. They are to shine like stars in God's sky. In other words, because Christ is risen, then our loved ones will also have the promise of resurrection too. The light of the Easter candle which shines upon the casket or the urn of our loved one is a reminder that they are alive because Jesus is alive. They are in the light because he is their light. And that light shall never be put out. It reminds us, friends, of the greatness of our God. It reminds us of this unity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And how in our lives we should not ever get frustrated by darkness, by gloom, by discouragement that the devil may throw at us, but rather to realize how blessed we are as children of the light, basking in Jesus, the light of the world. When Pope John Paul II, now St. John Paul II, brought the World Youth Day to Toronto in Canada in 2002, he chose the theme, a theme that called young people to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Because Jesus is the light of the world, he's calling each of us, his children, whether we're young or young at heart, to be the light of the world, to bring this message of Jesus to others, especially those who might find themselves overwhelmed in darkness. So let us pray for ourselves and all who are dear to us and for the world full of strangers that we may not know. May each of us turn to the light, Jesus, the light of the world. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. 
If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Buzzsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.